The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Been a little while since we got to catch up. Took a little time off. Recharged the battery. But, you know, with all the great shows we have here at buffalorumblings.com, I can take a week or two off. And the rest of the crew has definitely got you covered for our favorite team, the Buffalo Bills. Um, It is nice to be chatting with everyone, right, the the week after a Buffalo Bills victory, taking care of business against the New York Jets. Certainly that was expected, but coming off the loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars, which honestly I, I don't even know why I'm still talking about. But it's just good to see Josh Allen, the offense, performing the way that we would expect them to. And they certainly did on on Sunday. And really seeing, I don't even want to call it the breakout game from Josh Allen, but a breakout game from Stephon Diggs. The eight catches, 162 yards, just being fantastic in everything that he was doing on Sunday. And certainly looking for the team to carry that over with a much tougher test as they face the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday at Highmark Stadium. Uh, you know, for the Colts, five and five, you know, similar criticism to what the Bills get. Haven't really beaten anyone substantial yet this season. You know, listen, you're five and five, you're playing in November, you you've got some talent on your team, some talented pieces on defense. Certainly on offense, you go forward to this. I expect this to be a a tightly contested game on Sunday for the Bills. And also nice to have the Bills back at home. It seems like forever since they have been in Orchard Park. And now in this scenario, to get a little bit of home cooking, hopefully we'll end up with a Buffalo Bills victory against the Colts on Sunday. A couple of pressing issues to talk about in today's show. Just some updates for you going through some pieces that you may have seen on social media already. But when you talk about the Thursday injury report for the Bills, a a few notable pieces that are there. First, you had two guys that were limited participants on Thursday. Cole Beasley, who was a DNP on Wednesday, with that rib injury, did get a limited practice in on Thursday. Um, Certainly for Beasley, only playing nine snaps against the Jets. I think there could be a few things that went into play there. Um, certainly the game script, right, just for the, the team and looking to, you know, utilize a, additional tight ends and some some additional offensive linemen and 
if Beasley wasn't feeling well as it relates to the ribs, able to, you know, kind of limit his play in a, a matchup that ended up being a bit of a laugher for the Buffalo Bills. So he went from the DNP on Wednesday to a limited participant on Thursday. Certainly something to, you know, keep an eye on there. Also, Matt Milano has been limited the last two days in practice wearing the red non-contact jersey with a shoulder injury. With this, at least I'm going to have a little bit of confidence that he is going to be okay with everything that uh, that he is doing. You know, he's out there practicing in a limited capacity with the red jersey. Let's just hope that this is a precaution, and hopefully we'll hear more from the Buffalo Bills and head coach Sean McDermott soon. Um, it was a veteran's rest day for Emmanuel Sanders, something that has been kind of common for him. Um, but really of note, right, again, the, the most concerning absence when it comes to the practice field is back-to-back DNPs for linebacker Tremaine Edmonds. Now, obviously, he did not play against the Jets. A.J. Klein filled in admirably, did a great job. Um, we have seen some video footage of Edmonds working out on the sideline with Buffalo Bills trainers, seeing what he could do in a limited capacity. Um, But now, you know, we're not talking about the Jets. We're talking about the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Of course, Jonathan Taylor, the very talented running back and what he can do. Um, And will Tremaine Edmonds be able to play on Sunday? Are the Bills going to slow play this, right? This game, you know, albeit is considered important, but having a healthy Tremaine Edmonds for the rest of the season is certainly more important than this matchup taking place in week 11 of the season. So something to monitor. Again, this comes from the Thursday injury report. More information coming out on Friday, but something to see. Now, if the Bills are going to go in their typical base defense, right, with just two linebackers on the field, we would probably see A.J. Klein filling in as the starter again with presumably a healthy Matt Milano playing opposite of him. Um, If everyone was healthy, I would be curious if the Bills would go to more of a 4-3 look at certain times, right, to kind of combat Jonathan Taylor. And, you know, they rely on him so much in Indianapolis, um, whether it's catching passes out of the backfield or, again, just being that bell cow back. But if Tremaine Edmonds is not able to play, that will pretty much answer that question for us. And listen, it's not like I don't want Teron Johnson to be on the field as he is playing at a Pro Bowl level throughout the 2021 season. So, you know, when you talk about the injuries, that is the piece that, right, things that you've got to keep an eye on and see what could take place. Taking it one step further, and really the biggest news of the day on Thursday, the Buffalo Bills added Spencer Brown to the COVID-19 reserve list. Now, with this taking place on Thursday, no definitive information yet on what that will mean for Brown. Um, If he is a vaccinated player, he will have to get two negative tests within a 24-hour time period, and he can be activated again. If he is an unvaccinated player, he will be out for 10 days. So that would mean he'd be missing two games, right? Not just Sunday's matchup against the Indianapolis Colts, but he would also then be missing the game against the New Orleans Saints on Thanksgiving night. With all of this, right, you just kind of take a look at it, and I'm not getting into the whole vaccination piece, but you talk about the Bills' offensive line, and when Spencer Brown has been out since moving into the starting lineup, the Bills' offense has has not looked as good. The offensive line has not looked as good. We certainly saw that against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Certainly that could be schemed to a certain extent, 
But along those same lines, what does that really mean for the line? Now we take a look at things, right? And you think to yourself, okay, if Brown is going to be out on Sunday, what will the Bills do? Do you end up leaving Daryl Williams at right guard where he is certainly playing his best football and not tinker with things where you're moving him, you know, replacing two guys, I guess you could say, on the offensive line. If you were to move him from right guard to right tackle, slide someone into right guard. Instead of making changes at two positions, do you just make a change at one? And when you think of that right tackle position, could it be Ryan Bates, Tommy Doyle, or dare I even say Cody Ford? Um, I know with Cody Ford, you're probably looking at your phone, your radio, wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast and shaking your head right now. I just look at this and think to myself, okay, what options do the Bills have at this time? And those are really the three that are in place, unless they decide to kick Daryl Williams back out to right tackle and then insert Ryan Bates, Cody Ford, or Tommy Doyle at right guard. And I just don't see how that makes the Bills better. If Daryl Williams is best suited to play right guard, leave him at right guard and do what you can at right tackle. And maybe it's something where between those three guys, like you might have to work in a rotation. You might have to do some things with a sixth offensive lineman, similar to what they did on some sets against the Jets last weekend. Um, maybe you have an additional tight end and tight end in the field. Maybe you're moving the pocket with Josh Allen, as we saw last weekend as well. Like that will be on Brian Dable, Sean McDermott, and the coaching staff to figure out. Um, I guess if it were me, I would say leave Daryl Williams at right guard and not mess around by kicking him back to right tackle. But I would love to hear what you think. Maybe you've got another thought. You can hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino at any time. I always love to hear from you guys or in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com. Um, but it's just that point of the season, right? It is a bit frustrating. And, and I will say that it's a bit frustrating because you know, guys are injured. That's one thing. This is just a little bit different, right, when it comes to going on the COVID list, because now it's a scenario that, quite frankly, you feel could be within your control, potentially. Now, again, I don't have all the details, so I, I should just stop right there. But, you know, just when it comes to what this season can be for the Bills, a divisional game against the Colts, obviously a team that they played in the playoffs last year, and as I said, even though they're only five and five, they're five and five. They're in that playoff picture. They've got guys that, you know, can certainly play like DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard. Um, Carson Wentz is hot and cold. And I talked before about Jonathan Taylor. So it's certainly something for us all to monitor. Right now, the Bills are actually a seven point favorite, which seemed to be a bit high by my standards. But Vegas is uh, maybe has a little bit more confidence in the Bills than I do at this time. So. Listen, um, not the best news when it comes to the Spencer Brown side of things. Of course, we're monitoring to see what happens with Cole Beasley, Tremaine Edmonds, and Matt Milano. And of course, keep it locked to buffalorumblings.com in case there's any other updates, whether it be on those players or somebody else could potentially pop up on the injury report as well. But I do anticipate this being a good game for the Bills. When I say a good game, I mean a you know against a, a tough opponent in the Indianapolis Colts. I still like the Bills to get the victory, um, but that's why they play the game. And we'll just wait and see on Sunday what takes place there. So listen, just a quick update podcast for you today. I'm going to get out of here for now. 
make sure you smash that subscribe button, not just on the podcast channel, but of course at youtube.com backslash Buffalo Rumblings. We've got you covered there. And just uh, visit buffalorumblings.com each and every day. We've got you covered with more and more news and information about our favorite team. So I'm out of here for now. I'll talk to you all later. And as always, go Bills.